radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and Poop with your favorite hosts, Giuseppe. That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Week 9 Recap Show. Fantasy Football Scoop and... Poop. I am your host, Tony. Joining me, as always, is Turtle and Bishop. And uh, Week 9 was drunk. Um, what a just awful, terrible week for NFL football, for fantasy football, uh, for Sundays in general because it was uh, daylight savings time kickover. So uh, now it gets darker even sooner, which sucks. I didn't get to watch much football. I was away on a little trip, but uh, from what I did see, it was terrible quality football. Bishop, uh, did you get most? A lot of football in this weekend? Uh yeah. I kinda had the red zone going most of the day and I was I was around. It it reminded me it's like it, it felt like I was watching replacement players like on a strike season. Like none of these guys were like professional athletes. Uh they were very low scoring games. Everyone sucked. Maybe just defenses were really good this week. I don't know, but it was it was tough to watch. Turtle, what about you? Did you take in any of this shit this weekend? It might have been the least I've watched football since, God, I don't know, in over a decade. <laughs> I didn't pay attention much at all. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Much, yeah. it, was just a, it was just a bad week for football. I, I, I can't really explain it. I know there's been a, a, a outbreak of COVID going around the NFL. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe all the injuries have something to do with it. Maybe like everybody just needs a mental break, like uh, Calvin Ridley, your guy. I don't know, but uh, it, it was it was it was bad. So uh, <laughs> let's just get right into it. Um, the first matchup we had Matt's. Oh, I don't remember his team name. Anybody? Yeah, I don't recall. No. Oh, uh, uh, the Biggie song. Big <sighs> Papa. Yeah. Uh, I don't something. remember, but whatever. Um, Matt takes the victory, eighty-one to thirty-four for Kowalski. The cracker ass crackers. Uh, man, uh, he got negative one from his quarterback, which you never like to see. And then uh, it's just a two, a two, a four. His only his only bright spot was uh, Brandon Ayuk, and then Matt. Had a huge game from uh, Lamar Jackson, apparently. Three touchdowns and 120 yards rushing. So it looks like he's back. Um, yeah, I mean, 81. Is that the high score this week? Oh, 84. 86. Never mind. But uh, 89. Okay, never mind. Uh, nobody got to 90 points this week in the league. Let's just say that. Um, 
So yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt gets a huge game out of his defense of all people. Uh, twenty points from New England Patriots because they uh kind of destroyed the Carolina Panthers. And um, nothing really much to say about Kowalski's team. I mean, he's kind of he's made he made all his trades that he can make. He's he's playing Boston Scott, and uh, things are not looking good. He's he looks lottery bound. Prime time. Would you agree? Yeah, he also got hit with the the bye week shuffle, and he still doesn't have Kareem Hunt back. So, uh, yeah, it was going to be difficult for him regardless, but. 34 points. That's pretty bad. Bad indeed. Let's go to the next matchup. And we have your game. We have the Ted Lasso way versus Giuseppe's team versus your uh, iron, iron something. What were you? Uh, uh, Iron perfect. Iron perfect. Something. Yeah. And you had, you had an awesome gif of Mussolini that I remember. I do remember. Yes. (laughs) And you take the victory. 86. The 67 for Giuseppe. Um, you started off hot with Jonathan Taylor. 29 points, and I think it was like a 78-yard touchdown run. Did you did you see that live, or did you just see it when I texted you about it? Uh, I didn't see that run live. Uh, I think I fell asleep at about halftime. But he, I think before half, he had got hurt or something. They said it wasn't serious, but I was just like, oh, whatever. He already put up a touchdown and hit a bunch of yards, so I I was happy with it. And then I got that text from you, and I I woke up, saw the replay, and I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) Grown-ass man. Uh, Definitely was. And uh, also, you got a grown-ass man performance from Joe Mixon, giving you two touchdowns and 23 points. Uh, Giuseppe, I mean, you put up a good fight for this week, I guess. 67 is, uh, is pretty good for this week. But you did have to play three, three New York Giants players, and what did they get you? Uh, Sixteen points combined. So that ain't gonna that ain't gonna help. Uh, you did get a good game from Nick Chubb finally. Uh, two touchdowns, one hundred and thirty-seven yards for twenty-six points. And um, I think uh, it's just tough for Giuseppe right now. You, you didn't have a great week, primetime. I mean, you only got one. No, point, I definitely didn't. One point from your quarterback, uh, missing Tom Brady this week. What was going on with uh, Joe Burrow? Was the uh, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns defense just too much for him? I will start Cleveland yeah. Browns defense. It seemed like Cincinnati just didn't do anything with the first whole half of the game. Like every, Like most of their points came in the second half, and – I don't know. They didn't pop up on red zone that much, so I didn't get a chance to see what was causing it. But yeah, it's uh, it was pretty disappointing. I think if Giuseppe just didn't play those Giants trio and just picked up anyone else, he probably would have won this week. Yeah, you you were definitely beatable this week, but uh, Giuseppe did not do that, so he takes the loss. He goes to four and five on the season. Man, his team was rolling up a, up until a couple mo- weeks ago there. Okay, next matchup. Pee Wee McLean's Cologne Rocks versus Worm's Team Taylor and Worm gets the victory 70 to 49. If I told you guys that Keenan Allen was the highest scoring a wide receiver played this week, you would be expecting like I don't know, three touchdown performance, maybe 25 to 30 points. Uh, but that is not the case. 
He was the highest scoring wide receiver this week with only 16 points, no touchdown. And that's just, that just shows you how bad of a week it was fantasy-wise. Do you ever remember a week, Turtle, where the, the highest played wide receiver was a 16-point game? No. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't pay attention to it too much because I'm usually not winning that. But uh, no, I can't think of it. That seemed, that's really, really low. And after looking at 89 being the highest scorer, that's just a rough week overall. Yeah. It really was. Uh, Worm, I mean, he didn't blow the world away here. He only scored 70 points. Uh, he got bad performance from uh, Matt Stafford, who apparently uh, forgot. He thought he was on the the Lions again, apparently. I don't know what happened there with the Rams game. Primetime, did you watch that one? Dude, Tennessee is like the real deal, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I think everyone's sleeping on them, but for, their defense is like legit. That's funny because they started the season like terrible on defense. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, whatever they're doing is working. Whatever Worm is but, doing is working. He got another yeah. touchdown out of Michael Pittman, uh, fourteen points. Um, looks like Pee Wee started the wrong Arizona running back. That's a damn shame. Yeah, that is. I say Worm started the wrong quarterback too. He's back to his old <laughs> He's <back. laughs> <laughs> good shout out there turtle yeah uh james connor on the bench 34 points three touchdowns uh a huge game receiving a huge game rushing and man i guess i guess uh <laughs> maybe he he played the guy he wanted to let's just put it that way prime time Ooh. I I'm pretty sure it was just an injury that knocked Chase Edmonds out. Those that that James Conner line could have easily been Chase Edmonds if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, and he would have won if that had been the case. But I digress. Next matchup, we had Mike's Lucky Luciano versus Micah's. Was it Legion of Zubaz last week? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, let's go with Legion of Zubaz. Sure. And uh, this was a pretty close game. 89 points to 68 for Micah. Mike takes the victory. Uh, Huge game (laughs) this week for uh, Justin Herbert. 27 points. Three touchdowns. And uh, Micah (laughs) ends up playing the Arizona Arizona Cardinals quarterback. And uh, who played who played quarterback for them? Was it Colt McCoy? Yeah, that sounds right. Oh man, I don't know, Micah. Were you like not aware of this or or, or what? I don't know, but uh, uh, I didn't hear about the Kyler Murray uh, inactive until like like you know half an hour before the game started, and it was like uh, an afternoon game or uh, you know a late game. So I don't know. I, if, and his quarterback already his backup the Browns played earlier, so yeah, that was he was in a tough situation. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's ninety minutes that that the in, the inactives come out before the uh, the kickoff, and I think it had to have been a late game because it was Arizona San Francisco. Yeah, so, it was. You know, he he was probably watching the Lions lose. Oh wait, they didn't lose this week because they were on a bye week. So, <laughs> uh, Mike. Huge game from Herbert. Uh, George Kittle comes back, gets a touchdown, 14 points. He looked good. Looked good. Um, 
And uh, nothing's really sticking out here. Uh, Travis Kelsey gets back on the horse for Micah with five catches, 68, and a touchdown. Um, yeah, it's just oh, uh, Cole Beasley, eight catches for 33 yards. That's uh, that's not a big yak. <laughs> no, that's not a lot of yakking going on there. I mean, there was yak. Nine. Four. Yeah, <laughs> there was yakking going on from the Bills this week, and we'll get to that in the next matchup. But. Uh... Yeah, uh, I mean, Mike, I guess uh, congrats on a great week. You only scored 89 points, but you're the highest scorer this week. So uh, your team is unstoppable, apparently, even with Braylon Edwards uh, in his lineup catching a goose egg. (laughs) All right, let's go to the next matchup. And we have my COVID mania Delta versus BDI's Slobodan. And uh, this was a tough pill to swallow. This was rough. 84 for BDI and 45 for me. Man, I just couldn't. uh, I had zero players score more than nine points. No double-digit scores on my team. Uh, The Buffalo Bills stack accounted for 10 points. But Josh Allen had one point. My God. Two interceptions, one fumble, no touchdowns. And you're probably thinking, oh, they're probably playing, you know, Baltimore or or maybe like, you know, a good defense, right? No, they were in fucking Jacksonville and they, they couldn't score a goddamn touchdown against Jacksonville. I only got to watch the first half of, of that game and uh, man, it pissed me off and I, I just didn't watch any more football for the rest of the day until the bears game. So um, did anybody watch that shit show? Cause it was fucking terrible. Yeah. I, uh, for as much as I watched football, this was on for an obnoxious amount of the time. I, I don't know why uh, Josh Allen just looked like he was like throwing the ball at the ground just repeatedly. <laughs> I, I don't know what was going on. It, it was ugly though. Really yeah. ugly. This reminded me of that. Uh, Rams Lions game from a few weeks ago, where the Lions pulled out all the stops to try to like not lose, uh, but ended up losing. I had never cheered for another team that was a non-Bears team. Uh, this week it was Jacksonville. I wanted Jacksonville to win this game so bad, <laughs> and I ended up being like like a very late field goal at the end to give them the victory. But uh, yeah, I was I was praying for this. Yep. I guess we could talk about BDI's squad for a little bit. His Atlanta Falcons did the job. Uh, Matt Ryan uh, turned the clock back like five years, and he scored 24 points on me, three touchdowns. He got a rushing touchdown. What the fuck is this? Like, I didn't watch any of that game. How did how did Matt Ryan score? It had to have been like a, a QB sneak or something stupid like that, right? I thought it was like a, a sweep. If, if I recall correctly, I remember him doing some running, but there was another running back, uh, quarterback rushing touchdown this week from a guy you don't expect. I can't think of who it was, but it was the slowest rushing touchdown I've ever seen. All right. Uh, and Cordero Patterson, another good game, 11 points. Jordan Howard, uh, speaking of five years ago, uh, 17 rushes, 71 yards, and a touchdown for 10 points. And then Kamara did his thing. He got 15. He got a touchdown. And, you know, I was just I, – I wasn't watching football, but I kept looking at my score, and I was just dumbfounded at 
the lack of production all around on my team. So I'll just take it on the chin and we'll go to the next matchup. And we have the game of the week, Turtle. Yes. We got Turtles, yes. New Wave yes. Hookers 5 versus Santino's Wolf Pack. And I don't know. I think it was more like the the LWO than the Wolf Pack here at primetime. What do you think? <laughs> no, I was, uh, wow, like what a nail biter. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember who I picked to win this, but I was happy with either. You know, like. <laughs> well, it, I should say. Uh, Turtle comes away with the one point victory, fifty six to fifty five over Santino. Turtle, how hype were you? Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. I looked a little bit. Uh, I don't care that much right now, just because of my record. But I, I mean, I went over Santino's always a good day. Indeed, it was. Uh, Santino's heavy hitters really did nothing again this week. Um. He, he got Christian McCaffrey back. He got nine points. But Patrick Mahomes continues to be on the struggle bus. Only one touchdown, nine points. And that is, I mean, it's it's so strange to see him struggle. This guy looked like he knew everything there is to know about playing quarter, quarterback for the first, like, two years of his career or three years of his career or whatever it's been. And he just looks like he's lost right now. Uh, did you did you yeah. get to see any of this Kansas City Green Bay game? I know you're a big uh, you're a big fan. I don't understand what that means, but uh, yeah, I, I I did get to see a bunch of that game, and yeah, it looked like he forgot how to play football. Like I don't know if he suffered a concussion and he just doesn't know what he's doing, but he looks awful. Uh, but it, it was hard to notice because there was so many awful quarterback play this whole week. So he kind of blended in with the rest of the pack. <laughs> but Miles Gaskin on Santino's team, I'm just looking, 20 rushes for 34 yards. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could do that. Like, if you, if you gave me the ball 20 times in the NFL, I can get 34 yards. Yeah, that is a kind of a, a, a dumbfounding uh, stat line there because, like, if he's so ineffective, why are you giving him 20 rushes? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, uh, Turtle, I mean, I, there's not much. You, you didn't have any breakout players. Your highest score was your kicker. Um, but Dalvin Cook has been in the news. I'm sure it's a big story. <laughs> I'm sure it's a big story up there. So why don't you tell us what's going on? don't know what's going on um i've seen both he's being sued and he is suing um he says he's the victim here and this chick is saying that he hurt her uh allegedly she broke into his house uh on some holiday and was waving a gun at him and two of his guests uh apparently she is an ex-lover or something ex-girlfriend whatever and she's a military sergeant who um, came in and, and maced him and uh, was waving a gun at him. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the whole, I mean, like, this is what they're, they're saying. She came to his house um, and, like, went off on him and was spraying him with mace and spraying his guests with mace. And basically he had another girl over and she's an ex-lover. And uh, apparently he put some hands on her and it was in self-defense. 
Wow. So, <laughs> thank God I have Alexander Madison. <laughs> yeah, like, when the f- story first broke, it was, like, that she beat him up, right? And then, like... Yeah, Schefter came out and, like, twisted the story, totally yeah. favoring Cook. And then, like, the chick comes out with some, uh, like, DMs or whatever and, and saying, like, you know... I don't know who the fuck texts from their, their verified account is beyond me and not, you know, their phone, but yeah, uh, we'll see. Well, I mean, that, that could, that might be explaining his, uh, less than stellar performances lately, but, um, I guess he was enough to get you. The maced. Yeah. Maced. <laughs> I will say it's 17 carries for one ten. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I mean, you, you were expecting yeah, not... more. Uh, Santino, man, 30 points from Jets quarterback on your bench. I think, wasn't that like Josh Johnson or something like that? Or was it that Mike White kid? Uh, It might've been Mike White, wasn't it? Was it? He sat Justin Jefferson against me. And if he played him instead of literally anybody, he wins. I don't know. You you cannot predict Santino's uh, frame of mind. That's for sure. Yeah, nobody can. <laughs> nobody can. We've been trying for a long time. All right, let's talk about some money. <laughs> and at quarterback, we have Justin Herbert for Mike. Straight cash, homie. Running back. Uh, What's the fuck this guy's name? Jonathan Taylor. I'm sorry. Jonathan. My brain just turned off for like... <laughs> Two whole seconds. You thought it was Fred Taylor? <laughs> I was hoping. I was, was hoping Fred. you would say Fred Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fred Taylor for Bishop. Straight cash, homie. And uh, Keenan Allen for Worm. Straight cash, homie. We talked about it—a hilariously low score score total, but uh, that, hey, get you ten dollars. Start of the week. And this was really hard. And uh, I didn't see anybody in the lineups that were actually worthy of a start of the week. So I'm going to give it to your kicker, Turtle, because you scored 11 points and it was enough to beat Santino. Like I said, week nine was drunk. It was just a, a terrible week. So congrats on the award. Yay. Duh, 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 the week. And I know uh, Houston's quarterback scored negative one points. But Josh Allen scored one point against the goddamn Jacksonville Jaguars. Fuck you. You, you suck. And uh, I hope you shake it off next week. One lucky sumbitch. Um, And we, we can all agree that Santino's team is just a juggernaut, right? Yes. Yes. And uh, yes. Any, anytime somebody beats Santino, they, they, they got to be lucky. So it's it's you, Turtle. You're the lucky bastard this week. You know you know how many times I've been the goddamn lucky? I'm three and six. What is lucky about three and six? I guess three times. It's yeah, three times, I was gonna say. So it sounds like to oh. me. <laughs> Fuck me. The worst fantasy football owner. Of the week. And uh we talked about it earlier. It's Kowalski with thirty-four points. Uh that's just that's, I mean, in a week of shitty weeks, that was the shittiest week that you could possibly have uh, thrown out there. So, all right, that's enough. Week nine sucked. Let's get over this week. Let's start. Let's get into week ten. 
This has been the Week 9 Fantasy Scoop and Poop. You said poop. Leave that in. Yes. Scoop and Poop Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.